0: DJ Manny, Manny. Manny, L.
1: Scoop B Radio. You know what's official if Barry Bond said, yo. The best in the business. That's word of Scoop. You either tuning in or reading the word from Scoop. He give you the business, he show you the proof, and Scoop B say it, you know it's the truth. Sports and entertainment, he give you the mix, some of the biggest interviews he give you the fix. On iTunes, the number one podcast, the Jordan, the journalist, the GOAT, so why ask? Watch out. Watch he out. about it, if he naming them, Scoop B like Chamberlain. Pin game is a gift. Got the gift to gab. If he say this gospel, it's as simple as that. Now pay attention and you can see the way it's going Enough for this talking. This is Scoopy Radio. You're
0: listening to Scoopy Radio. Get on his Instagram now. At Follow B. him. At Scoop B. Follow him. Yes, sir. Scoopy Radio from long distance. From inside the arc. At the free throw line. On the fast break, everywhere you want to be, I am Brandon Scoop B Robinson. Follow me on Twitter at Scoop B. Follow me on Instagram at Scoop underscore B. Snapchat Scoop underscore B. And make sure to subscribe to the Scoop B Radio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn app, Stitcher app, everywhere in between. Or simply visit ScoopBradio.com. Slash just Scoopy Radio. Got 2 million downloads and we're on pace to break that record this year. This episode of Scoopy Radio is brought to you by Wooter Apparel. Use the promo code SNOOP, S-N-O-O-P, and save money on your first purchase of Wooter Apparel. This episode of Scoopy Radio features Lupe Larenas, Callie's finest, uh, most recognized for her work at Homegrown Radio, Revolt TV, R&B, Touch Weekly, and KarenCivil.com. What's up, Karen? Lupe talks about being a woman in a male-dominated industry, in the mark that she's leaving, her Brown Girl Rising movement, and a list of other things. Make sure to follow Lupe on Twitter at Lupe Lorenas. And uh, enough out of me, DJ Maniel, producer of this Scoopy Radio podcast. Cue the tape in five, four, three, two, one. Esquilio.
1: Place some treats on us. <laughs> Scoopy Radio. Scooby Radio. Scooby Radio at the mall, on the plane, on the aux cord, at the ice cream shop. Everywhere you want to be, I am Brandon Scoopy Robinson. Follow me on Twitter at Scoopy, Instagram Scoop underscore B, Snapchat Scoop underscore B. Make sure you subscribe to the Scoopy Radio podcast via Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn app, Stitcher app, or simply visit ScoopBradio.com. Women is the new cool. I mean, they've always been cool. On the line right now is a woman who is very cool. She needs no big introduction, but she's doing her thing. Lupe Lorenas. what's going on, man? What's up? Hi,
2: guys. Hey, hey, hey.
1: How are you?
2: Hey. Thank you for having me.
1: Of course. We could have it no other way. And, of course, Lupe is recognized for her work on Homegrown Radio, Revolt TV, r bass Oh, excuse me, R and Base, right? R and Base? Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> In touch weekly and at dot com. How do you have time to sleep?
2: Um, you know, we take naps. We take naps <laughs> and um you don't you know, after you, you realize that you wanna do something and that you're gonna go full force and just give your everything. Um, there's not really like, yo, I'm about to get like eight hours of sleep. None of that. You easily maybe get like four hours of sleep, if anything, every day. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we you, you, you take naps here and, um, and we go full on force.
1: <laughs> Lupe Love chatting with us. So first and foremost, you got the nickname Lupe Love. Why? Where did it come from?
2: Um, it came from, it came a while back. Um, I was in college it was 2011 and um back then i was that's when i realized that i really wanted to do you know this whole music entertainment um industry field stuff and i think um i was always that girl that was like super engaged with like school activities and like i was like athletic senator for like my uh my school and like i was a part of all these organizations so i was everywhere and everywhere I went, like, you know that I was in the room because either of my laugh or, you know, of my, of my presence. And, um, when I, when I told people that I was going to switch my majors, cause at that time I was a psychology major, they're like, wow, like, yeah, like we can, we can see it. Like we're, we're right there with you. Like, um, we can definitely see you, you know, doing, being entertainment, doing music. Like that's you because you're so outgoing. Not that being in an office in a cubicle wasn't your thing, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, I had a friend of mine, um, who was like, so, you know, girls at that time having like this like stage name was the thing because now everyone has their own name. But at that time, you know, you needed to have a catchy, a catchy name to go along with your persona or your, your, your personality. So he's like, have you thought of a name? I was like, uh, bro, no. Like I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to see how the hell I'm going to go about from a psychology major to a, to uh to radio and broadcasting. And then he was like, well, he's like, why don't you go with Lupa love? And I was like, "Lupa love. And I'm like, well, where did the love come from? He's like, well, everywhere you go, you, you know, you're, you're leaving your mark. You do everything with love. Why not? I'm like, I'm like, that's funny. I'm like, "Mm," I'm like, I might go that route. And yeah, like maybe in December of 2011, Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, 2011 is about to end. I think I might run with this name. And I sure did. Like on 2011, hit, I switched all my social media platforms at that time. Twitter was still popping. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, Twitter was barely popping. Um, and it was Facebook, MySpace was dying out, but I was like, you know what? Okay, I think I'm gonna change my all my social media stuff to Lupe Love, and I did. And I started running with that name, and everything that I did, I would say and I would introduce myself as Lupe Love, so that's where it started.
1: And of course, uh, you guys can follow her on Twitter now, we'll follow each other. Uh, Lupe Lorena, <laughs> that's yes. uh, two L's in uh, Uh-huh, yeah. So you talked about Twitter popping, or um you know I guess you um having Lupe love, but you know now professionally known as Lupe Lanas, what I'm curious about is kind of your moment where you said this is cool, who were some of the people in journalism that you actually look up to that you thought are cool
2: damn um every <laughs> everyone, but I think um in twenty eleven like in twenty 20- yeah 2011 um like online stuff was barely booming um like all these online magazines that were taking going to online stuff was you know barely booming but there was a few people that I was just like ah, like what they do is so dope like just imagine if I can do that in the long run so um I think I discovered like one of the first double XL freshman covers at that time. Um, So I would like to say Elliot Wilson, um, Wilson, Rob Markman as well. Um, And obviously like on air personalities here in the West coast that really like were a prime staple for me Um, going with like big boy and, and, you know, all these other people that I was just like, I, I really fuck with what they do and I would love to do exactly what they're doing. And along just along the way, you know, people that I've met, people that I came across, I was just like, yeah, they're just fucking they're they're so dope. Like I wanna I wanna contribute or, or be a part of what they are doing just in my you know, just to in in my own different takes.
1: You were a general, excuse me, a gender women's studies uh, major as well as. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you did the double major? Was gen- gender? gender? Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, it was a double major. It was a double major. So um, uh, it was a gender women's studies and journalism. So I, everything in journalism, I applied either the social justice route or I also would take my social justice classes into some sort of like the media and social media aspect as well.
1: That's kind of useful right about now women women is is yes. uh <laughs> how have you seen the things that you've studied uh, in college kind of uh, benefiting you now with uh women's justice social justice issues and even things like the me Too movement being prevalent in in media
2: um you know it's it's funny because when i when i was um when I was in college and I was taking all these courses um all of my classes were majority women. Um, not because, not because, you know, men didn't want to take those classes, but because there was such a, like, stereotypical of, oh, men, men can't take courses like those. It's only women that can um, partake in, in courses like that. But along the way, you started seeing everything booming about uh, the, fem- the like, the future is female and the Me Too movement and, you know, um, all these, like, advocate. We uh, women on, you know, in the White House and taking on leader roles that for many years we saw it was a male, you know, a male, a male-dominant role. So seeing all of this and putting this, all into to perspective, um, I, I'm glad, you know, I took on all these courses because I think there was this one class that I really enjoyed the most, and it was about um, how women are perceived in social media and in the media in general. And this was a course I think I took in like 2013 or 2014. So in my head, I was like, oh, I don't think, you know, at that time women were just like barely trying to make their way, continuing to make their way to the top. So Scoop when that course now. finished and I started to see, Everything else that was happening, I was like, yo, I'm so glad I was able to take this class and put what I know and what I knew at that time forward to the way that I want to be seen, not only in social media, but in general.
1: Tell me about your role with Revolt TV.
2: It's digital marketing. So basically, all the campaigns, all the... Everything that ha- that goes behind social media. So, if there's an ad or if there's a campaign with Pepsi, we're the people behind that. If there's an ad with or a campaign with a Cadillac, we're right behind that. So basically, it's all, it's everything. I guess all the money behind social media.
1: Tell me about your role with Karen Silva.
2: For Karen, um I actually became her intern in 2015, like right before graduating. Um I became her intern and I was uh the, I was, you know, on board with her uh, or on board with the 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 site team with the com team. Um it wasn't until like maybe a few months into uh my my role that I actually started working with her directly. But um, I became an intern, and then I became an editor, and then um, she realized that I was in the West Coast, and she's like, you know what, um, I'm in the West Coast, I'm in LA, um, you know, I'm always needing someone to either go and cover events, or, 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 you know, be there when I can, so I quickly became her, like, West Coast correspondent, so um, I, I cover events for her, I do social media for her, and... I contribute to the site.
1: What have you learned from Karen?
2: How to be a boss female in a game. In the game. Um, She's so determined and she's so like, I want it, I'm going to go get it. And that's, that's the mentality I feel that you need to have as a female in this industry. You need to have like a thick skin because oftentimes we're going to get Uh, We're going to get rejected because we're a female. We're going to get rejected because we don't have the certain image that they're looking for. So because of Karen, I've learned to have a thick skin. Um, I've learned to just be determined and to, if I want something and if I can envision it, I'm going to go head hard and make it happen. Whether if it's me teaming up with people to make it happen or me just somehow blooming it into existence and then working from there up so um determination a lot of determination and having a thick skin um to make things happen
1: scoopy radio on the line with lupe lorena she is a jack of all trades and a master of many make sure you guys subscribe to scoopy radio on apple Podcasts, google play TuneIn Apps, app stitcher app and also use the promo code snoop s-n-o-o-p when going to Wooter Apparel, you can save ten to twenty percent off your first purchase. Make sure you check out Scoopy Radio and Scoopy Apparel over there. And we talked about marketing. Um, again, you have many credits to your name: um, Pepsi, Beast by Dre, Cadillac, and AT and T, uh, to name a few. Um, w- what were some of your favorite marketing and social media projects uh, that you worked on with the names that I've mentioned?
2: Uh, Beast by Dre was really fun to do. Um I work with them while the straight out of Compton. Um, so in like 2016, that was the first time working with them. Um, and it was, it was so dope to see everything that we were doing behind the scenes come to live to the public. And then again, just previously, um, a couple of months ago for, in Miami for the Revolt Music Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, so we also got to see, we also got to work with that. So Beat Friday Day was really dope. Um, Pepsi too, cause I, I like to drink, um, a soda, which is not that good for you. But, um, seeing how a brand like that still reaches so many people in, in, in many different ways. Um, and at that time it was, like I said, it was in Miami and it was really humid and hot and everyone was just like, um, drinking either water or, or, or their, or their, um, or their drink, but, um, just having Pepsi, the brand, you know, all around and seeing how we were constantly on phone calls. We were constantly on, you know, on meetings with them. And it was finally like before our eyes. so that was really dope. So definitely Beats by Dre, Pepsi, um, have been some of my favorites. Homegrown radio,
1: I would imagine, allows you um, to use your wit, your charm, and maybe your good looks if you have a face for radio, but to craft, to craft, I guess, kind of your message in a non-written form. um, How how has it been instrumental uh, to your career, homegrown radio?
2: Um, I think that's a really good question, but I, I also started with them as an intern, and the fact that you know you have a, a um literally a home and and a team that wants you wants you to evolve and wants you to wants to see you grow um they when I first started, they were like, "So what do you like to do? I'm like, you know I, I'm here to learn, so if you wanna have me one place, go ahead and have me there, but know that I'm gonna be moving around and trying to grab everything that I can so I can learn a little bit of everything." So um, I want to say managing many things at once has helped me being at homegrown and just, you know, just the, way, the same way that they helped me that um, the guys there who is Chuck Dizzle and DJ Head, they are like a really prime staple here in the West Coast that they helped me. Um, I can now, you know, people, college students hit me up and it, and it's kind of like surreal because I used to like, always slide into dms at the time they weren't known as dms but they were just known as messages um to like so many people that i looked up to like i would always um i remember uh, one of the first times that i like slid into rob markman's dms because i wanted to know how he was doing um how he would i just i wanted advice pretty much in journalism And, and now you know i have all these students you know hitting me up like hey like how can I, you know, go from an intern to to getting it, like paid? I know you, you know, you did that with Homegrown Radio, so I'm able to like give them somewhat of the knowledge that I know because Homegrown gave it to me. So they've definitely played a big a big role in my career thus far as for the past two and a half, no, like no two years, and it hasn't been a lot, but. In those two years, it's been mind-blowing and changing for the good, without a doubt.
1: Last year, you created the Brown Girl Rising uh, movement, hashtag Brown Girl Arise, Raising. Excuse me, hashtag Brown Girl Raising. Um, and Brown Girl Raising, uh, for those who aren't familiar in party to the Party, is a movement to help women and young girls of color celebrate their everyday accomplishments. Okay. Sounds like you are tapping into... Your gender woman studies uh, major at Cal State University, yes. but <laughs> uh, tell me more about Brown Girl Raising.
2: So Brown Girl Raising is um, a platform that I I wanted to I guess pull in put into the universe. Um, it's it's something that I, definitely my baby, and I eventually want to see it continue growing. But as of right now, Brown Girl Rising is a YouTube series, um, on YouTube and it's basically two to three minutes uh talk uh with me about life, about things that happen to women, about uh being positive, staying optimistic, pushing forward. So anything that, that you know, makes or or makes a woman continue rising, that's what I talk. And in the long run, I want to have Brown Girl Rising be um, a a mentor program um, where I can reach out to different colleges and see and talk to girls that want to be in in broadcast journalism or in radio or in entertainment and bring them along. Because growing up, I really didn't have the, the, that, you know, that, that role model of, Hey, like, so this is, this is going down. Do you want to come and shadow me? Um, I pretty much just was knocking in so many different, at so many different doors trying to see if anyone was hiring, if anyone would get me, if anyone would give me an opportunity. So what I want to do with Brown Girl Rising is go to, colleges, um, handpick a few girls, and just pretty much mentor them and bring them along to either red carpet events, press junkets, and have them shadow and have them do um, a few roles that can give them the exposure that they might need to be and to get the experience. So that's what it is. It's starting as a YouTube series and it eventually is going to grow into a program um for young women of color.
1: What do you want to be when you grow up?
2: Um I'm still yeah, uh that's that's, that's something that continues to continues to change, but as of right now, I want to be a nationwide public speaker and travel the world and report on various different genres of music and women so meaning that i can go to dubai and report on their music i would love to go to india and report on their music i would love to go to spain and report on their music um so i just want to travel and tell the stories that we don't see on your regular music outlet hmm.
1: yeah if you had the opportunity to have dinner with a musician that's no longer living and ask them three questions, who would it be and why?
2: Oh, a musician musician that's no longer living.
1: Why are you doing this
2: to me? I have so many in (laughs) mind.
1: I'll Um, give you you three. Three artists. I can
2: say three artists? Okay. Yes. So, Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm going to say Tupac. Mm -hmm. and another musician another musician I don't know who my third would be oh no yes I do know Prince Prince. so Prince, Michael Jackson and Tupac
1: would you have dinner with them all at the same time? Mm,
2: no because Michael and Prince had stuff Um, oh damn I could have said Whitney Houston too Man, okay, um, no, but I'll stick with those three. Um, oh, maybe, maybe I could, maybe I could to just to get different gems from all of them. But I would love to, to have dinner with uh, Tupac and just ask him about all his activism that he did and how smart he was when it came to, um, just. You know, just speaking his mind and always dropping true facts when it came to life.
1: So how yeah. So three. How do you think Tupac would be received in this era if he was still living?
2: Um, not well, because you he was so out. Because he was so outspoken. And I mean, if we already have all these like newer cats in the scene, you know, saying all these comments about him. I don't under I don't I don't see how that could change. Um, or that could or that could affect his presence. It would be amazing to have him alive because, you know, to this day we wonder um what could have been for him and of him. So, yeah, I, I'm obviously thinking of a few new cats in the scene that, you know, have said, have shared their opinions on Tupac, but I don't think, I don't think it would, I would want to see it, but I don't think it would be
1: great. Yeah, I don't understand why so many rappers are so anti-Tupac, and I, but, but on the flip side, I feel like they're very anti-Tupac because they actually didn't sit and listen to him.
2: Yeah, that's true. But then again, um, you know, many of these newer, newer artists, um, weren't either maybe were like a year old or weren't even born when he passed away. So I can see, I can see where they're coming from. Um, they didn't grow, they probably didn't grow up on that. Their, their parents didn't maybe listen to artists like that. So I can see where they're going. But if you're in this, you know, in your, if you're in music, if you're in hip hop, you're obviously there because pioneers like Tupac, like so many others, paved the way for you and and made an impact. So I can see where I, I can see where you're why you're saying that and how it can.
1: You mentioned. Um, Rob Markman and Elliot Wilson being kind of uh, mentors in your head or not mentors in your head but people that you either admire or people that you know personally I would imagine that while hip-hop is is, um, a genre that you work in and that you are heavily writing or or commentating about on radio um, that there were other genres of music that you both enjoy or or are, are influenced by what other forms of music do you actually enjoy
2: um i i'm mexican so i'm 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 hispanic so i listen to a lot of latin music um i i like this whole latin trap that we have going on right now um which is like the cardi b but in spanish you know cardi b is is um is dominican so uh she has that 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 in her but a lot of the latin trap that is happening right now with like uh these are other artists with um which are like Bad Bunny and um Maluma and Osuna. So a lot of those artists I like um because it reminds me of that that trap music just in Spanish. Um so I listen to a lot of that. Um I also, you know, listen to the songs that I grew up and my parents were listening to. Um so, those were also a big influence for me growing up. And every now and then, you know, I like to, I like to listen to them because I have an old soul and they just remind me of the, you know, times growing up when I was little and my parents would be cleaning the house, you know, on a Sunday morning and listening to that type of music. So, definitely my parents jams. Um, and just anything that's, that's cool that, um, that catches my my like catches my attention. I will listen to and I will give it a give it a try.
1: Best piece of advice that you've received by someone you look up to in the industry?
2: Damn, there's so much. Um, there's so many advice that I've received, but well, uh, what's his name? Um, Charlemagne the God told this to my mentor, and my mentor is uh, one of the guys that I work with, um, over at Homegrown Radio. His name is DJ Head. And he told so I guess this is like coming from Charlemagne the God. But um he, uh DJ Head told told this to me. But he's like, most people don't recognize opportunity if a paycheck is not attached to it. And I feel like that's very so many people can connect to that because when you're starting, um, you're not going to get paid. Um, you're lucky if if you find somewhere that, you know, gets you some bread, but in many occasions, you're not going to get paid to start off. And, um, if you're starting off just Take as much opportunities that come your way and absorb everything that you can and continue building from there. Another great um, advice that I received was that, also by DJ Head, was that time is imaginary, that we make up time. Time is is just there to, to it, it's, it's just there, meaning that we often see as, oh, by 25, I got to be doing this. By 30, I gotta have accomplished this. And in many occasions, it, life doesn't plan out like that. Um, we've seen it nowadays that some of the greatest people that we that admired have achieved, you know, greatness and some of the biggest roles at 30s, like in their 30s. So, um, definitely to not have time affect, you know, your, your way of doing what you want to do in life. So, That's just been one of the few things.
1: I think that's it. Um, I I appreciate you coming on, um, being a young voice, growing, credible, knowledgeable, um, and smart.
2: Appreciate it.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much for joining Scoopy Radio, and uh, keep kicking butt.
2: Thank you, thank you. And likewise, man. We gotta continue pushing.
1: You're listening to Scoop B Radio. I love Love it. Love it. it love love it, it. Love it